So a little conversation I want to have because it fascinates me is about training volume, which kind of sounds like a bit of a dry, uninteresting subject, but actually when it comes to it, it's not because this is your main tool, right? For getting the strength gains that you want, for getting the muscle gains that you want. And so we want to fine tune it because it should be inherently obvious that if you just do three squats every week and then nothing else, then nothing's going to happen, right? You're going to be in the same place a year from now. That should be pretty obvious. At the same time, let's say Monday morning you go in and you do 10 sets of 10 squats at 65% or whatever. And then Tuesday you do the same thing. And then Wednesday you do the same thing. Well, by Saturday you're going to be in the emergency room. So, uh, you know, that's not really going to work either. So somewhere in between those two extremes, therefore, there is a point or more realistically a range of volume boundaries where the progress is actually going to be decent. And then we can most likely narrow it down from there, particularly if we're looking at an individual as opposed to broad recommendations for everyone. We can narrow it down from there to a really uh, smaller band where you're going to get those optimal results. So that's just not doing too much, not doing too little, finding that perfect uh, Goldilocks zone, if you like, of training. And so there's a few people who have looked into all of the available studies at the moment onto that subject. Uh, most notably, people like Chad Wesley Smith of Juggernaut, um, Eric Helms of Team 3DMJ, uh, Dr. Mike Israetel, who's also affiliated with Juggernaut and Renaissance Periodization. And they've all come up with different ways of expressing basically the same thing. Because remember, we're all pulling from the same data. And data is data. Like, it's... You have to know how to apply it and how to read it and how to see what the limitations are. But still, at the end of the day, it's giving you the same information because that's just the truth. Like, that's what comes out of the scientific experimentation. And so... One thing, so Eric Helms, um, who's, I think he just got his PhD now, so he's Dr. Eric Helms, very, very knowledgeable chap, very evidence-based, very strong, all that kind of thing, professional bodybuilder, knows what he's talking about. Um, so he likes to put it as you should do between 80 to 210 reps per muscle group per week, or he splits that down into 40 to 70 muscle groups. 40 to 70 reps per muscle group two or three times a week and that gives you a very broad range because if you think about it doing 80 reps for back or 210 reps per for back in a week like that's a big difference that's a fair chunk there so it's still this very very broad range and somewhere in that is going to be optimal for you now, that's going to change over time because your volume is going to fluctuate as you go from training block to training block. And you don't want to be going at the minimum all the time or the maximum. But still, that's the range, that 80 to 210 reps per muscle group per week. That's what the data gives us. Now, another point to bear in mind here... And you might be thinking, well, that's a bit vague, and that's true. That only really applies if you're doing an appropriate number 
of reps per set. Or another way of looking at that might be if it's heavy enough. Because we've all seen the people with the three-pound dumbbells doing 500 reps per set lunges or whatever, um, and they don't really get anywhere, right? They start off skinny if they're skinny, and they finish off skinny, and they're still wearing the fluorescent fucking gloves and the shiny shoes that match the purse and all the rest of it. And that sucks. So a good sort of rep range, which shouldn't come as a massive surprise if you're into bodybuilding already, is somewhere between 5 and 15 for the majority of your sets. And you can skew that depending on your goal. So if you're more into powerlifting, then you can have more of your work in that 5 reps zone. Um, Or if you're more into bodybuilding, just about the swole, then you'd want to have it skewed a bit more to the higher end. Uh, So then moving on from Eric Helms, uh, Dr. Mike Israetel, who I mentioned before, he also expresses that same thing, but just in his own way. So he likes to say each muscle group should get between 10 to at most about 22 sets per week. So that's 10 to 22. And when you're factoring in that all of these should be within that 5 to 15 rep range, then that that actually comes out as being damn near exactly the same as the Eric Helms recommendation of 80 to 210 reps or 10 to 22 sets. Uh, Chad Wesley Smith's recommendations are a bit more complicated because he's also talking about um, the application of this data for peaking for a powerlifting competition, for going from a volume block into a strength block, into a peaking phase and all that kind of thing. Whereas uh, Mike Israetel and Eric Helms, their recommendations are much more for the general strength trainee hypertrophy getting swole enthusiast like me and probably most of you. So they're probably the ones to go with. So how can we split that up? Well, for instance, let's take back because it's my favorite muscle group by far because, come on, who doesn't want a pair of giant squirrel wings? And so if we're looking at the Eric Helms approach, then let's say you're going to start at the low end because we're going to edge things up over time. And we're going to do 100 reps per week. So let's say we're going to hit back twice because also according to a new study that just came out from Dr. Brad Schoenfeld, um, they found that training upper body twice a week as opposed to four times a week produced superior hypertrophy benefits, so extra muscle. So let's say we're just going to train back twice a week. So we're going to split up that 100 reps a week into 50. So we could do something like heavy rows, three sets of six. So that's going to get us just over 15. Then let's go for three sets of 10 on the lap pull downs. So that's going to get us up to 45. And then we can just throw in an extra set of 10, whatever you fancy, really like some horizontal rows. Why not? Let's just throw those in. So you're getting a good range of exercises there and angles, and you're getting somewhere within that range for the reps and then you'll do the same again on the second time in the week and then just keep progressing it gradually from there over time and one thing to always bear in mind and helms in particular stresses this is not to get hung up on any of these numbers being exact so if i say 80 to 210 reps per muscle group per week 
that doesn't mean that if you get 79 reps, you're going to lose all of your gains and become a withered husk. It doesn't mean that if you get 211 reps, all of your muscle groups and joints are going to explode from agonizing pain and you're going to die. Like, it's just a range. If you go a bit over, that's okay. If you go a bit under, that's okay too. It's just that general bell curve area where you're going to get your best results. And that about wraps it up for the, this uh, inaugural podcast. I'm going to keep these relatively short, I think, for the most part, just for um, little car journeys and small sprints, because why would you ever want to do any cardio longer than about 10 or 15 minutes, you lunatic? So any uh, further ideas or things that you would like covered, feel free to let me know. But I've got a ton of ideas anyway, so you're going to see more of these in the future. All right. Peace out, Brosif and Brosifine. Have a fantastic weekend and speak to you soon.